there, and welcome to Brushes with Cancer Spotlights. I'm Julie Sansulo, and today I'll be chatting with artist Erin Griganti and her inspiration, Jennifer King. We'll talk about their path together over these months, building a relationship, telling Jennifer's story through art, and what they continue carrying with them from their experience together. Jennifer and Erin, welcome. Hi. Hey, thank you so much. Jennifer, can we start with you telling us about your cancer diagnosis and where you are at in your your current healing journey? Where are you at the moment? So I was diagnosed with breast cancer in May of 2020, so right near the beginning of the pandemic. I felt a lump in the shower while we were on vacation and came back in town and immediately started scheduling appointments to get that checked out. Currently, I am awaiting my hopefully last surgery that's going to actually be this Wednesday. So I've made the decision to forego reconstruction and to live my best life flat. Yay! I'm so excited (laughs) for you. When and how did you decide to engage with the Brushes with Cancer program? So... Unfortunately, I I can't actually say for certain. Um, My best guess, because this was during chemo and radiation and your life is completely turned upside down and the, the little details like that kind of get lost. But I immediately joined many Facebook groups after my diagnosis to get answers and to connect with other people going through the same or similar journey as me. And that's where I stumbled across this. Everyone is so beautiful and helpful. And if you know of something that might benefit someone else, then, you know, it tends to get posted in those groups. And so I just kind of followed down the rabbit hole and submitted myself as an inspiration, not really expecting to get to be one. <laughs> so I'm super excited and honored and just happy that I got to be a part of this, this amazing experience. Erin, how did you first get involved with the Brushes with Cancer program? And specifically, how did you get connected to Jennifer? So in Austin, I'm a part of a really tight-knit artist group. And we share as many opportunities as possible, like either charitable gigs or profitable gigs, anything that just seems like it's going to make our, our group stronger as a whole. And one of the artists in the group, is actually my brother-in-law, and he went to high school with Alana Duganzik, who is, or who was the head of the board for like 10 years in Brushes with Cancer, or Twist Out Cancer, Brushes with Cancer is the event. And so she messaged him, and he pulled all of us together, and she gave the whole spiel, like, we're going to do this for the first time in Austin. Would you guys like to be a part of this? And I was super excited, and I was absolutely, I've done a lot of nonprofit work in the past, and most of my nonprofit volunteer work stems around empowering people to tell their story and promoting healing through through the telling of story. And so this just set right in line with everything I had ever done. And I applied. I did not expect to get accepted. And I was accepted. I was absolutely honored. 
and then moving forward into the the program that year that year but that year just blew my mind how impactful it was and I wanted to get involved more so the following year I signed up to be co-chair a leadership role and that was during 2020 and we went from having a live event in gala and where everybody meets in person to pandemic version where everything was virtual and I had to learn all this new tech skills and we had virtual galleries and we had a virtual gala and we had all of these things. It was a lot that year. So I applied for the third year as an artist and they accepted me again. And that was really super awesome and uh, got paired with Jennifer like serendipitously. I've seen the process from the back end now, and it's amazing how these connections become magical because the people making the choices don't have that type of information. And it just happens that like, I don't know if you're spiritual or not, but like a higher power just gets in there and says, yep, this will be a perfect match with this one. I'm three for three. All three years have been just amazing. Can you tell me a little bit more about that experience of meeting one another and what the chemistry was like, what you connected on? What was that like when you first, I don't know if it was a phone call or in-person meeting, but when you first connected? So I was surprised to find out that Jennifer was in Georgia and I'm in Texas. So we've met over like Skype or Zoom a couple of times and mostly phone calls and text messaging. The the first one I think was a Zoom call and it was kind of quick. It was kind of like, this is who I am. And we have a person in the middle, a mentor and they were on the call too. So there's three of us and we kind of just gave our backgrounds. Then we're like, okay, that's all the time we have. And then like we all went our separate ways. Uh, and there was a little bit of a gap in time, but when we picked up and started to get to know each other and started to exchange stories, it was, it's just awesome. It feels like I have a friend from like high school that I get to call and get to hang out with. <laughs> Jennifer, what was that experience like for you of connecting with Aaron? Yeah, my feelings are totally mutual. You know, initially having not participated in this in any shape, form, or fashion previously, you know, it, it's it's a little nervous meeting some, you know, strangers for the first time and especially over Zoom. And so we just kind of got that nervous energy out a little bit and, and shared our background. But after that, the more that Aaron and I talked, like, I mean, just the closer we became and the more real as a person Erin became to me, you know, like she's just awesome and, and she makes me so comfortable and validates me as a cancer patient and survivor and just a human. And it's been a really beautiful experience just to, to get to know her and to know her background story and how we have commonalities and things in common. And, and like she said, I mean, I absolutely believe in a higher power and I believe in divine appointments. And there's no doubt in my mind that, that we were paired together for a reason. And she has helped me to see that I'm worthy of being one of the inspirations, which has been a little bit of a hang up for me is like, am I really a, yeah, I'm a cancer patient. And yes, I've been through all the things that pretty much every cancer patient has been through. And yet there's still that nagging feeling that it's not enough or that I'm not good enough. And so it's really been validating and just such a really positive experience for me. Erin, what about hearing Jennifer's story and meeting Jennifer inspired you creatively or personally? What parts of her story did you really draw from in the artistic process? 
So she hasn't seen the piece yet, and so she doesn't know anything about it. So not to give too much away, what really spoke to me is, like, the impact, like, social norms and social restraints have on, you know, your well-being and how decisions have to be made in split seconds. What really impacted me as a human is just hearing the story of what the process is like. And it's not just that you have to go through things that are hard. It's not like you're just okay, well, this next thing is going to be difficult, so I'm going to have to do it. You're making decisions on these difficult things, and you're putting it into a place of power without having the education behind you. And you you have to think on your feet, and you have to have your head on a swivel, and you have to be prepared with your support groups and other people to rely on so that you have enough information to make these life-changing decisions. And I think that Jennifer is amazing, and I think she's Absolutely wonderful human being and so strong. I think the resilience and the like silent strength that she has, like the matter of fact, like, well, you know, yeah, that was difficult, but got through it, you know, like that is, she just has such a wonderful, beautiful soul and a great outlook on life. It, those are the things I think that impacted the piece that I'm creating. Jennifer, were there things that were very important to you? I I know you haven't seen the piece, but are there things that have been important to you to make sure that were captured in the piece that Aaron's created? Parts of your story that have been very significant that when you came to the experience, you really wanted to share and make sure were accurate? There were definitely things that were important to share. I in no way had any desire to help drive the direction of the piece. I have seen Erin's unbelievable work and feel very confident in in allowing her to just take her impressions and run with them. But there were definitely things that that are important to me to get across. And some of those things were the the impact of my own family, the, the strength that I drew from my children, the tender loving care I received from my husband, the fact that there are opportunities out there for healing post-treatment. For example, like equine therapy that I was extremely blessed to get to be a part of, and I'm now volunteering myself to uh, help other people be able to receive those those types of therapies. Um, I grew up riding horses and their horses and music and God, like all of those are, are passions of mine, just personally. And then as far as the journey, you know, Erin, you know, touched on these decisions and that was, that's a really big thing for me is I would love to move forward and somehow advocate for people that are going through cancer diagnoses and and decisions. And you literally have days to decide what you're going to do with your body that impact you for the rest of your life. And you're not really equipped with all of the information and as wonderful and as appreciative as I am for the medical community and and the doctors that are out there, they do push their own agendas, unfortunately. And, And I can understand that as far as if you have to have a mastectomy or a double mastectomy, there are decisions to be made. You know, what are you going to do with your body moving forward? And I know a lot of strides were taken in helping women even be able to receive reconstruction. And that is so important to some people to feel as though they got their body back. But for me, it's not my body anymore. You know, there were parts of me that were taken. And if I put them back artificially, they're not mine anymore. They're not real. And so there's no judgment whatsoever for anyone who goes that route. 
and I have plenty of friends who have gotten implants for, for multiple reasons and love them just the same no matter what. But for me personally, for someone who has learned of, of some of the negative results of implants and also someone who has gone through a double mastectomy surgery and so I know how involved surgery is now. You know, things that I was blissfully ignorant to previously, now I know how hard it is to recover from from a surgery that's that invasive. And I don't want to elect to do that to another part of my body in order to use that tissue to create breasts, which a lot of people do and they're extremely happy with that and I'm and I'm happy for them, but it's just not for me. So I would love if women really were educated more on all of the options because they just really don't present flatness as an option. And it absolutely should be. And it absolutely is an option. And it can be a beautiful option and it can be freeing and it's healthy. So those are a handful of things that I, I felt were important just to make sure that was part of the story that I told and whether or not that was part of the final piece of art. That's totally up to Erin. So I don't want to give away what you're working on, Erin, because I understand it's a surprise. But can you tell me about how you've collaborated with Jennifer and taken these things that are important to her, what that process has been like for you? So physically and like technically, it's just phone conversations whenever we can. So that's what that looks like. It's like, I've got a couple minutes. Hey, do you want to jump on a call? Like, let's catch up. Texting back and forth. Like now we're like, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Birthday, you know, like those as well as getting to the point of this mission. So that's what it looks like. It's just friends catching up. But personally, I love this process because it makes me hone in on my listening capabilities. Sometimes we can get really caught up in trying to answer or like give our feedback. And that's not at all what my role is in this. My role is to listen and interpret and create. So I feel like that's a skill that for the rest of my life, I would like to hone in on and and perfect because amazing listeners create amazing relationships and create better humanity in general. So I don't know if that really answers the question, but for me, that's the big part is really listening with intention. I know you haven't seen the seen the work, but even without that, having just gone through the process of meeting Aaron and collaborating with Aaron, what will you take from this process moving forward? And how has it changed your experience, your healing experience, your cancer experience? What what has changed about you? I think once again, it's feeling validated. It's such a long journey. And especially during this time with COVID, it was very isolating. And I didn't get to be a part of a lot of the things that people historically have gotten to to participate in. And even with Aaron, like there's been no face-to-face connections and, you know, there's no cancer support groups that I could go to. There were no cooking classes or yoga for cancer patients or, you know, and everything was really isolating. And so connecting with Erin helped me to realize what I've gone through. And she mentioned the strength and and it's true. I mean, it's required mountains of strength and mountains of support from family and community. But being isolated kind of made me feel unworthy and alone and undeserving of an honor of being an inspiration to an artist. And I love art, which is 
why I chose to participate in this, you know, or to apply to participate in this in the first place. And Aaron helped me to realize that, I mean, I'm part of a big, big community of people and we're all, all of our stories matter and we're all important and no one is unworthy, no matter how impactful their cancer journey has been on their life in general, no matter how bad their cancer was or how big their surgery was. Like I'm the first to think you know, everybody else is valid and everybody else is deserving, but sometimes we, we forget that we are too. And so that's something that has really helped me and, and helped heal my heart. And it's just been a beautiful experience to feel like, Hey, I, you know, maybe I, maybe I do deserve this too, you know? And that's my takeaway is, you know, I didn't want to put a caring bridge side out. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those cancer patients, you know, but well, yeah, you are. I mean, <laughs> you're bald too. Like you had chemo too. You have scars from, you know, surgery and you have scars from your radiation and you're absolutely every bit as deserving as the next person. And I think that's a big takeaway for me. And I just appreciate it so much. Erin, as you reflect on the experience, what would you like to say to Jennifer about this experience? What, what would you like to tell her? Oh, I love you. <laughs> like, I really feel that, yeah, divine intervention put us at this place in time together and really, without you knowing, like, really gave me a lot of strength in some dark places. And I just want to say thank you. I love you, too. <laughs> Jennifer, is there anything else that you would want to say to Aaron as we as we conclude this? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm crying now. <laughs> No, thank you. I love you so much. And you have such a kind heart and you are, you are a wonderful listener. And you helped me to open up to you and to share things with you that you know didn't even have to do with my cancer journey. But just talking to you is, is so healing. And thank you so much for just being the beautiful person that you are and for being the listener that you are. I, I need to work on that too. And I think that chemo didn't help me because I listen really well, but then I forget what I heard. So. <laughs> That's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. But yeah, I, I love you and you are dear. And I cannot wait for the day that we get to see each other in person. I cannot wait. <laughs> 